Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy, W-I-Z-E Wise, and today's episode is sponsored by the good folks at the Virtual Presenter Course. If you want to turn your video conferencing from mundane to amazing, you have to check out their course. They make it easy for you to learn how to use new technology to turn boring meetings from just talking heads with backgrounds into your own broadcast studio. There's no limit to the creative ways you will become more memorable, impactful, interesting, and present when in a meeting, and even more when you take the helm as a presenter. Stop putting everyone to sleep when you share your screen. Please click in the link in the descriptions to learn more. You will love what you see, and the link will get you 20% discount that will automatically be taken out in the shopping cart. This is your boy, Wise. Peace out. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E-Y. And today I have a very special guest. He's a speaker, an author, and a leadership coach. Welcome to the show, David Taylor Klaus. Thank you, man. I'm actually excited to see where this conversation goes. <laughs> We're going to have a good time, man. So, David, tell them, tell them a little something about yourself. Wow, man. You, somebody who never stops talking, you give over the mic like that. I could go forever. Listen, this is here to, we're here to talk to you and, and, and promote you a little, man. They know who I am. They, they, they've heard me speak plenty of times. Well, you know, it's interesting. Somebody asked me to tell me about all your accomplishments. I'm like, really? No, that's a lot of stuff, man. That's just a lot of stuff. I just need a little bit of stuff. I went, I said, all right, smartass. Here's my number one accomplishment, <laughs> thing that I'm most proud of. That's how I started with him. And I was like, look, I've been married to the same woman for 29 years. We've known each other since I was 11. And that's 44, almost 45 years. We've got three kids. And I learned a long time ago that love is the easy part. Yes, we love each other. We also like each other. And our kids and, and even a new daughter-in-law, they're all active parts, uh, active part of our lives. And... That's something that as I, as I arc towards living to 100, that, that's still the plan. These are humans that are going to be part of my life all the way through. So that is my greatest accomplishment. Everything else is just stuff I do. It's, it's funny because we uh, actually did a, a little segment yesterday. We recorded a segment. I, I was there for the first 30 minutes and they went for like another two hours. But it was for our Patreon page and uh, it was What's Love. And, and we, we did, we, we've all described it differently and... And for me, it, the, one of the key things for us, me and her, me and her, are that we help support each other. We 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 we're our biggest cheerleaders. We're we're our biggest fans. We're we're there to support. Like, if there's something that she sees, and, and she's already, like I said, she's already she when she says her plans, she's already thought it through. So this is these are, these are so when this this is kind of the conversation me when we was meeting had earlier. She's already uh, thought through the plan. She's already this is what's going to happen. This is and and, this, and it falls and it kind of happens the way she plans it. So uh, <laughs> it's like I hate to like admit it sometimes to her because she she then she really really wants to turn the screws on more, but she pushes me to be better though. She it, seeing the drive in her makes me want to do this harder and do this more because she has so much faith in me because she goes, listen, I, I, I see you love this. You have a passion for this. Go do you. Yeah. 
and supporting you. I mean, I think it's important for I mean, one of the gifts of our relationship is that she sees me for whom I'm capable of being and seeing me that way and holding me that way and treating me that way, even at the times where I don't see it when I need to, I can see that I can see myself through her eyes until I hold it and own it myself. And there are times where we have each been that for the other, seeing the person's capacity and capability and, and their magnificence for them until they're able to hold it. And I mean, for most people, people, they don't get that unless they have a coach, unless they have somebody in their corner. Um, I, I got that every day. And that's a powerful that's a powerful thing to have. It allows me to, to keep charge when I'm not feeling it. Yeah, no, absolutely right. She, like I said, she's she's mine. She's just like she's the boss. She is the boss. I won't I won't say it to her face. <laughs> but don't let her hear the episode. Now. Yeah, oh, she she'll listen to some of it. But she'll be like, but she she knows that like I appreciate what she does, and I know sometimes she feels kind of left out the creative side of it. But I'm like, but that's not your part. Your part. You're the you're the brains behind. <laughs> I'm like you're the brains behind. Don't, there's no need for you to feel left out because without you, without your doing what you're doing behind the scene, I couldn't do what I'm doing in front of the in front of the camera or in front of the mic. So you help me be the creative the creative for both of us. So it, it, it works out. <laughs> All right, David, so tell us something about your book. I um I got challenged by my coach long many years ago to write the book I needed to read. And for me, the piece that I needed, so I'm 30 years into my journey as an entrepreneur. I went through, you know, a lifetime in hospitality, a lifetime in technology, and now I'm 12 years in as a professional coach. And I realized there's one piece that I needed all the way along. Hell, I needed it when I was 14 to know that I am in control of what happens in my world. And I don't mean that from the sense of personal autonomy or personal responsibility. No, 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 no. There's a quote I found years ago that we do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. There's an amazing amount of freedom that comes from that, that the lens we choose through which we see the world determines the evidence we collect and how we interpret it and the meaning we attach. So when we change our lens, we change our experience. So literally, when we change our lens, we change our life. You and I were talking earlier, you got tired of being angry and woke up and you chose a different lens on how to see the world and you were able to let that anger go. You were able to shift with just a flip of a mindset switch. And I don't want to make it sound like it's, I mean, there was a journey that got you there. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was, not, there was some, there was some rough nights. Yeah. There was some rough nights and no kidding and some rough times, but flip that lens. Yeah. I was tired, man. <laughs> I was tired. I was Either, either flip that switch or, or give up, and I wasn't ready to give up. Well, and I mean, you had a reason for that shift, and as soon as you changed the lens, your whole world changed. And so the, the book is called Mindset Mondays with DTK. It's 52 ways to rewire your thinking and transform your life. And uh, I, I even share that quote in the beginning, in the introduction, because that's the foundation of all of it. So as I started, a, you were talking about in 2019, you got all your gear together to start a podcast and it took a minute for you to actually decide to do it. So back in 2017, my marketing person, this woman I've been working with since 1996 for all of my branding stuff, 
we came up with this grand plan, this great way to start using Facebook's video, live video. And they were prioritizing it really heavily. And I said, I want to get better at speaking, I don't know, to any topic through the lens of my point of view, live and off the cuff. And she said, okay, my business cards all have, I got 50 different business cards. They all have a different quote on the back. So she said, flip on, on a live video, pick up one of the cards and talk about it for 10 or 15 minutes. You know, it's always through the lens of mindset, leadership, and learning because you can't separate those. They're all really one thing. And I, she said a whole bunch of stuff after that, like, oh, it could be a book and it could be a talk and it could be programs. And blah. I didn't hear anything because I was throwing up because she said live video because I did not want to do it. So literally, I sat on it for almost a year and I got challenged by a coach. I was helping do some coach training for one of the large coaching schools. And we were in a practice session and this new coach gave me a throwdown challenge. And basically she said, I'll hold on while you call Jody, your marketing person, and tell her when you're launching this thing. I was like, ah. <laughs> so two weeks later, this weekly live broadcast went live and I just did the 160th episode yesterday. Awesome. I've been doing this weekly for over three years. And Mindset Mondays is, you know, what I know and have learned about mindset and leadership and personal growth, plus what I've learned from the community. You know, thousands of people who listen to these broadcasts, who tune in every week and who show up in the Facebook community and LinkedIn feed. And wow, I've learned so much from them about how mindset shifts happen. And so that's what this book is. But it's also super practical because the book I needed to read was not one of these fascinating things on my shelf that I read once and completely forgot as soon as I closed the book. This is, I, uh, Laurie and I, we wrote the book together. We created the Rewire Framework. It's a six-step framework that designed to be used with each chapter so that the reader can take what they learn in the book and use it in their world so they actually create change that's lasting instead of just, you know, words on a page that they read and forget. They actually use it so they don't lose it for me i was actually we had a, i had a conversation with someone on a podcast the other day and one of the things we discussed was you're not going to retain everything you learn, read in the book you're probably going to pick up key moments that whatever, whatever things you write down that were key to you that resonated with you that you might have like let me write this down because i might forget this and that's how you apply a lot of different aspects from different books and different things to what you but it basically is what resonates with you what you feel like when you read that how how did it draw your attention how did it feel to you reading that verse or reading whatever you read like where like when i read a quote or something and it, it makes me think like wow like i didn't think of life that way or i didn't think i didn't look at look at certain situations that way those are things that I start applying and, and start looking at. And it's something that I've since I've been back on my shift or been back on the growth and the learning, I've attracted those kind of people, people, people who want to help me grow or who, who want to take me to another level because I'm attracting them to my life. When you open yourself up for change, all the opportunity present themselves. Well, and and see, that's that's really the purpose behind the book. I Yeah, I know there's some people who plow through the book, read through all of it, and I've gotten great feedback and great reviews on it. The, the, the ones that excite me most are the folks who are taking one chapter each week and using it, experimenting with the mindset shifts that are in the book and using that and playing it out in their world and seeing how it lands and seeing what shifts. I've got a couple companies where the leader and their leadership team are doing a chapter together every week and sort of book clubbing the book as they go. And I've got a couple of folks that are writing a blog each week 
about what they're learning from the chapter. So it's, I love the folks that are using it as sort of a, a tool to change their world and doing it practically instead of just absorbing it and seeing how much of it sticks. A lot of people who are who are coaches and and everyone is they've been amazing they've been they've shared a lot of knowledge with me it's something that i feel eventually that i might want to veer into help doing it eventually but that's just I, there's things i know i need I'm, i need work i need i'm working on taking acting classes just so i can start feeling a little bit more comfortable in front of the camera and a little bit more comfortable behind the mic it's it's a risk i'm willing to take it's i, I actually signed up to um with a friend, friend, he has a, a little acting group, and they're gonna do a Zoom where they're gonna read a, a book. They're gonna read a a play, and he was like, "Oh, he was talking to one another, one friend of mine," and they was like, "Oh, well, you want to be do it?" And my friend was like, "Ah, okay, fine." And me, being that I, I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and do something I've never done, and I've already and I already decided that I w- I wanted to take some acting classes to help improve my mic skills and improve my all these, whatever little techniques and and whatever I can help to to improve me, like okay, but, and and they and this and the group has some professional actors in it, so I know they'll share their little notes and their tidbits. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I tell you, the, doing a table read like that's going to be a blast, and you will it'll stretch you. And have you ever thought about doing improv comedy? Yes, I have. That will that will shift your skills dramatically in front of the mic or the camera, and I think every salesperson on the planet should be taking improv. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually debating on on doing a little uh, a little set. Honestly, I've been I've been I've been sitting and thinking about, and and I I find like stuff I do that I what happened with my wife. I it, it can be oh man, I have some hilarious stories with it. So why not why not just use those things? And so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a little 50, 15 minute set. And once I do it, I'll send it to you, and then uh, you tell let me know how it goes. And then if you enjoy if you enjoy it you enjoy it then i'll i'll air it out <laughs> i think you should air it out whether or not i was i was gonna air it out anyway but <laughs> yeah i mean i was gonna air it out anyway just so like listen i have to i have to in a thigh bone in your body and, and it's funny because for such a long time i was like oh no I'm, a, I'm an introvert i'm a shy person and no i'm not i'm i'm the wife my, my wife calls me the mayor she goes you're the mayor like we, we go out and, and people are like, hey hi how you doing and it's like you know everyone. I'm like, yeah. you don't know people in the room when you get there. You'll know everybody before, the, before I leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the thing, though. It's it's when we say things. One of the chapters in the book is is called "Words Create Worlds," and language is so important when it comes to changing your world. It's the simplest tool, and it is the most important because when you say, like I was on a call with somebody who was talking about, oh, I'm so bad at at strategy and strategic planning. I said, well, you. You've just declared it. You've made it true. And you're operating as if that's true. So done. Congratulations. You are forever, right? It's the, I suck at strategic planning, right? The, the simplest part of our brain, that reptilian brain, the very, very bottom, the brainstem, it, it only has five different modes it can play in. Five Fs. Fight, flight, freeze, fawn, and make babies. That's it. That's all it knows how to do it. All it gives a shit about doing. So when it hear, when you say things like, I suck at whatever, that part of your brain hears it. It's taken as truth. By the time it gets to the more modern part of the brain where language is attached to it, it's true. That's the way you operate. But when you say, hey, up until now, I've really sucked at strategic planning. 
Something just that simple up until now makes an incredible difference. It's leaving the opening for change. And when we create a different reality, we had like you're talking about with your wife, you have the ability to create it, but not until you've created it inside. Everything in our world is created twice, once inside our head and once outside in the world. And you create with your words all day long. And that's, you know, if there's one thing I could shake people to their awake is pay attention to the words you're already using because they are creating your reality. Every breath, all the time. I say, watch what you say to yourself. No, no, what you say to yourself is even worse. Oh, my God. Yeah, as I said, that you words, is, I'm like, words are powerful. You need to really watch what you say to yourself. I'm like, it doesn't matter what anyone else says about you. What you say to yourself is key. And if you're, if you're telling yourself, oh, I suck at this and I suck at that, you know what? You're going to suck at those things but if you see yourself like listen i'm improving every day i'm doing this i'm and you just start start using forms that put you in a better light like just key words are key like like i can't you can't that's not my no i know i'm i'm capable of doing some great things uh, there's no doubt in my mind i am capable of doing some great things as there's no can't and when you sell yourself like that's that was the issue with me that was the problem i was letting fear control me and not apply what I knew was to be true and, and help me switch that. Like I was defeating myself. I was delaying everything. I was procrastinating. I wasn't trying to grow. I wasn't doing any of those things. And the moment, again, like I said, I shifted that everything else changed. You know, there's the, there's another language switch to play with. Um, it's the difference between choosing and deciding. And I think the problem is we try to choose something different all the time and wonder why it doesn't stick. And and here's why. Here's a little nerdy word game. So holding a blue pen, blue pen and a black marker. If I want to choose the blue pen, I just put the black marker back down where all the pens are on my desk and I use the blue pen. I still have a plan B. I didn't get rid of anything. I've just chosen which one to use right now. Well, here's the difference. The word decide, the Latin root for that word is decere, which means to cut. And so if I'm choosing between these two and I want to choose the blue pen, then I throw away the black pen because I'm cutting out the other choices. There is no plan B. I don't know. What did Yoda tell us? There is do or do not. There is no try. There is only a decision changes the possibility for outcome. So deciding that your life was going to be different, deciding that you were going to let go of the anger, deciding that something else was going to be true is the only way that you create something new. Otherwise, you can waffle. You can one foot in, one foot out. Hey, if I don't like this one, I can go back to plan B. Ew, I don't have any, I don't have energy left for waffling back and forth. That, I mean, I crossed the 50 mark a little while ago and I, I don't want to piss away energy that I don't need to. Deciding is the cleaner way to go. This is why I love to do this because it was a friend of me and a friend of mine from high school. We did a show. Uh, he's um, one of the biggest real estate agents in Brooklyn. And we talked about mindset. One of the things was manifestation and mindsets. And, and it was key. And when we spoke on it, we had a, another friend from high school who was listening to what we was, we was talking about. And it inspired her to, to go into business for herself and do what she wanted to do. And just hearing how we switched our mindsets and, and we manifested what we wanted and we're still grinding and we're still building and we, we're still setting goals for ourselves. Just because you meet one goal doesn't mean it stops. You have to continue. This is growth. You keep going. You keep, you set one goal, then once you meet it, it's time to set the next one and go after the next goal. For a minute, I wasn't celebrating. I was just grinding, grinding, grinding. And my nephew goes, yo, you need to stop. He says, you need to enjoy this. He says, we're doing something no one said we could do enjoy it just stop being humble all the time just enjoy it like just stop grinding like just enjoy this moment suck it in 
and then we'll go back to grinding. And and I've been I've been enjoying it the last the last couple of months, and now it's time back to grinding. I do I, I do a lot of work with entrepreneurs and executives because they have the same they they seem to have the same issue almost universally. They get so addicted to the check mark, you know, ooh, goal achieved, da and then move right on to the next thing. There's no celebration. It's check next, <laughs> and that can get exhausting. And what's worse is it gets even more exhausting for the people that are following you. That celebrating the wins along the way is something that we forgot how to do. Man, we used to. We used to cheer when we didn't pee on the seat when we were a kid, right? Like every accomplishment was worth jumping up and down and screaming about. And we've lost that. It's the celebrations along the way instead of waiting till the goal is big enough, right? And then we keep resetting what big enough means and it gets farther and farther in between the chances we get to acknowledge our work and effort and accomplishment. And that's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, man. See, this is this is why just being able to have this kind of conversation is what I love to do because you, you never know who's listening and, and it might help them turn that switch and, and help them realize like, oh, man, it is it's it's it is me. It's time for me to really focus on what really is the key problem. And, and usually when it's, it's really you, you really do control what's in your environment, what, what like the decisions you make play key roles in, in, in your life. So you have control and sometimes you make the wrong decision. Hey, it's, it's a life lesson. You, you take, you take from that lesson, you grow, you don't beat yourself up. You move on. You just, you made a mistake. You learn from that lesson. Everything is, is life lessons with me now. Like everything is growth and learning and, and I'm I'm human. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. It's how I rebound well, from those human. mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Humans make mistakes. That's how we learn. And like, if we stopped everything that we're doing, everything we sucked at. So, so we're all back. There was a point in your life where you didn't know how to walk. And when you first started to try to walk, you sucked at it and you sucked at it for a good while. And, but you eventually figured out how to walk. And had you stopped because you sucked at a very different life. Same with speaking. Speaking is an acquiring language is incredibly complex. And when you started to learn how to talk, you sucked at it. <laughs> and eventually you got good at it and you're still working on more of the skills of it. But if you had stopped, that would have changed your life dramatically. So why is it now that we've become as adults uncomfortable with that phase where we suck at something? That's a natural part of any new skill or playing with a new mindset or playing with a new task is at the beginning, you're going to suck at it. How do you approach it? Right? Do you get intentional? Right? Set an intention of what you want. Do you pay attention to what it is that you're doing so you can learn from it? And then do you choose consciously? Those are the three steps to get through the sucky part. When we focus on, oh my God, this sucks. This is uncomfortable. We don't get good at it. We get discouraged. And we've set that up ourselves. Set an intention. Pay attention to what you're doing and how you're doing it, and make conscious choices about what comes next. That's how you move from in anything from where you suck at it to getting good at it to moving towards mastery, to really deeply enjoying it all the way along the way. There are a lot of things I still suck at. <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still growing, man. Oh, my wife probably has a big long list that oh, these are things you can't improve, but it, 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 I wonder if their lists are longer than our list. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure her list. I, I'm sure her list is much more like if I was to sit down today with her and like, okay, let's see 
what list let's set up a list at what we need to improve on i'm sure my list would be like probably two three pages i probably have like a page i'll probably have like a page and a half because i know if it's more than that it's going to be a problem like really this is you really think i have this much it, it would be it would be that kind of <laughs> that kind of night <laughs> maybe that's a, a good question left unasked maybe yes uh, I, maybe you should just stay away from that topic no, I love that we always have stuff to work on. The, the 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 game is to get better at humaning. One of the ways that I talk about coaching, there are lots of different types of coaches out there. And, you know, I don't get to put my in neatly into a bucket of leadership coach or transformation coach or whatever. You know, I coach the whole human. I spent the first year of my coaching practice getting hired either as a life coach or a business coach. And then I realized, wow, this is a pain in the ass. You can't coach half a person. Uh, you got to coach the whole human. You're a coach. Yeah. And so the way I approach coaching is I read a long time ago when Michelangelo was asked about sculpture, somebody said, how do you carve these exquisite figures out of the rock? And he said, I don't because I don't carve these figures. I free them from the stone. He chipped away everything that wasn't the figure. And that's that's a great way to look at the type of coaching that I get to do is helping people chip away everything that isn't real or authentic or true about them and getting rid of all that clutter, emotional, spiritual, doesn't matter how you frame it, getting rid of all the crap that isn't them, who they be at their core. When, when people clear off all the rest of the crap, get rid of all that clutter, it's astounding how much more happy they are and how much more powerful they are. That is killer work. And, and and it's it's a big difference. It, it people look at you different. People people feel the energy from you differently. It's a whole different energy mm-hmm. people get from you. It's no longer that that energy where like okay oh, who's he? It's more of an energy where like okay who who like who's he? Like it's that vibe that that you're you're putting off. Like I'm 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 not, not trying. It's just that energy that you're putting out. That you're you're someone. You're like you have that vibe where people are drawn to you in a way, and and they want to they want associate associate yourself themselves with you because you're that's the energy you're putting out there. That's the energy. You're, those are the people you're attracting. Those are, like you want to attract the people who are gonna help you and grow and 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 get better and build like. They, like some people be like, oh, you, there's people I have. They're, they're always going to be my friends. We might not hang out at the moment, but at any moment in time, I can call them and, and be like, yo, if you're not doing anything, we pick up like it was just yesterday. But then there's, then there's those friends you need to surround yourself around now that are about something that are, are about development, that are, are, are growing and, and they're on the same path that you're on. And sometimes people feel that, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to abandon my friends. Like it's, it's it's if they're meant to be in your life, I'm all for it. But if it's stunting my growth, I move on. Honestly, that's, that's, that's where my mindset is. That's the downside. That's the downside of personal growth. And that's the only downside I can see now. And, and let me be clear. It's one of the things that, you know, I've been a mentor coach for the last nine years. And one of the things we talk to new coaches about is we sort of jokingly refer as the falling away, you know, when you're becoming a coach, you do a lot of work. It's like you do this work on yourself so you can do this work in the world, right? So it's a lot of personal and it sort of changes what you expect from your relationships, like more of an intimate, deeper connection, you know, intimate above the neck. And man, some of the friends that I've grown up with, some of the friends that were part of my world 12 years ago, totally grooved into that type of connection. Others didn't. And there was no animosity. There was no breakdown of the friendship. They just sort of we sort of drifted apart and, and it happens a lot. Your Rolodex gets a lot smaller, but then you're connected to people from 
all over the country and all over the globe who do the kind of work or either on themselves or do it professionally. And it's unsettling because as you do the personal growth, it changes the folks that you are friends with. And I mean, there's some of my friends, it doesn't matter if I haven't seen them in two decades, personal growth or not. Like you were saying, they're my friends and always will be. Do we have a really intense or intimate connection? Oh, hell no. I mean, we're still 15-year-old teenage boys, i.e. morons, when we get together. That's, that's what it is. And that's what it is. It's like round rules of the relationship. There are other folks that I was friends with, we just don't connect the same way anymore. And, and some people can shy away from the really deep work because they're worried about the upheaval in their world. Then again, you do this work. As you're saying, the energy around you becomes very attractive, meaning people are attracted to that energy. And I cannot tell you how many of the people, and my wife's also a coach, how many of the people in our world have started doing a lot of work on themselves, not related to, I mean, independent of us. It's not like we're coaching them all. They've started to do their work. It's amazing what the ripple effect is. As you do your work, what happens around you? I've connected like when when I first started podcasting, one of the first people uh, that I interviewed was uh, he, he's a coach, he's a, a speaker and all that, and he 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 was like, oh, and it was like it was like one of my first like one of my first early episodes, like probably like my twenty second episode or something like that, and we had a and we had a great connection, we had a great conversation. So he was starting a program, and, and it was um it was to to basically help with self-improvement and, and help with get, uh, procrastination and, and just basically get out of my way. And, and he was like, yo, listen, I want to, I want you to take this course. He says, he says, I see you're, you're good at what you're doing. You're, you're really pushing it, but here, take this course. And I, I signed up for the course. I, I, I took it and it, I had already, I had already, I knew that the only way for me to really get better is to invest in myself. I have to take courses. I have to get books. Amen. I have to really invest in myself. And I didn't have a problem investing in the course because if it's helping me become what I truly want to become, I'm more for it. And it, it, I can't, I can't put a dollar sign on top of that because I'm worth so much <laughs> to me anyway. I'm, I'm worth, I'm priceless. So I need to invest as much as I can into myself. I, I, so there's also the concept as we, 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 we confuse the word selfish and, and self-centered and selfish is just attention to self and what you need. It doesn't mean anything else beyond that. Self-centered is attention to self to the detriment of everything of others around you, right? Narcissism is attention to self. What do you mean there are other people, <laughs> right? But selfish is nothing more than attending to what it is that you need. And if you're going to be worth a damn to anybody else, you got to fill your battery, right? You have to take care of yourself. Uh, I, Mother Teresa was pretty damn clear about getting the sleep and the nutrition that she, the getting fed and getting the sleep she needed to be able to do the work that she did. Because if she didn't, she wasn't able to serve in the way that moved her. So damn, man, yeah, you've got to take care of yourself and your growth and your health so that you can be there for the people around you. Um, one of the terms we, we talked about with one of my clients was the idea of selfish in service of. She was torn because she wanted to take care of her kid more and still, you know, do the work that she was here to do. And she was running out of steam. And the only way that she could find the drive to take care of herself as well was selfish in service of. I got to take care of me so I can serve the way I'm here to serve. And that that was incredibly freeing. Oh, so, okay. So fast forward now to now, uh, that friend has launched his program digitally. He's, uh, he's done it. Like when we've did it, it was more, 
he was involved doing it really one on doing it really live. So now he's automated it. He's actually uh, he's offered me a, an affiliate an affiliate sponsorship, and I and I took it. So yeah, say so go back and put it in the show notes for that episode. Yeah, definitely. I've realized with the way I've shifted and the people want to be a part of this. They want for them to want to put their attach their their programs to to me. It's like yo, so someone really is actually listening. Someone is really enjoying what I'm putting out there. If they want to associate their products with me, if they want me to to talk about their products or or, or even have my like even it's just to me it's just. I'm like, wow, I, I couldn't, I didn't think of, I didn't think this would happen a year ago. This wasn't really my goal when I started this. It was just me just starting a podcast just to, to vent and, and let some, en- let, let some energy go. Well, and people are responding to your voice, right? Your point of view, your approach to the world is clearly resonating. That's why you have the followers that you've got, because what you have to say they're resonating with. Having a point of view, man, is, and the more you can articulate what that point of view is, the more you can drill it down to a, like, a, I believe X, the better you're in, in tune with your point of view, the more people will connect with you. And whether it's more people or the people who connect with you will connect more deeply, either way, there are two ways to scale. You can scale wide or you can scale deep, but the clearer you are, the more connected these people will be. Definitely, definitely. Oh, man, so th- I love this, man. What's my point of view? As far as, as far as what? As far as everything? Absolutely. Go on, Vic. What's a good unifying principle from you? For me, I, I just, I just treat, I, I just treat everyone how I, I basically want to be treated. I basically, I'm, I'm me all the time. I don't, I don't try to be someone I'm not when I, when I'm, when I, when people meet me, I don't try to impress. I don't try to be anyone that I'm not. I just, I just like to be honest just myself i want to I, I feel i feel uncomfortable when i'm not myself it's it's i feel under my skin when I, I just can't be myself around people so when if i can't be myself around you then that means i don't necessarily need to be around you <laughs> there's the conscious choice hey so here's the thing uh, i fundamentally believe uh, no i'm gonna go all the way because I, I believe that every company and every entrepreneur has a shift they're here to create. The, the lucky ones know what that shift is. And the truth is, behind it all, every human is here to create a shift. Just not enough humans know what their shift is. So I'm curious, why is, what's the shift you're here to create? What I'm here, I just, I'm here to just change, let, let people hear my voice. Let them feel what I have to share and, and hopefully it resonates with them. I just, I just want them to to be able to to listen to what, enjoy to what, I, enjoy what I'm doing, and listen to what I'm doing, and be like, okay, he's not a, a. I want them to basically, they're sharing their time with me, so I want since they're sharing their time with me, I want to give them something of value to them. Uh-huh. That's my key. And what do you want for them? And what, what do you want for them? I, I want every. I want none but the best. I want the positive. I want them to feed. I want them to grow. I want them to learn. I want them to be able to listen to what I'm saying and just be like, "Wow, this this was okay. I can I can I can do that. I can apply that. Oh, this is something I this I'm, this is oh, me. I yeah, I can apply this. This of and helping them improve themselves. This getting getting them to the next what's level. What's important about them improving themselves? What's important? It's uh, you said to get them to the next level. So, what's important to you about them getting to the next level? It helps me get to the next level because I've well, done. Then that means it's it's 
That means it's wanting something from them. Let, let's stay with what you want for them. Yeah, no, I get that. No, no because when, when it sees me, because when, when I see more. them, when I see them improve, when I see them take what I say and it helps them lift, mm-hmm. lift helps lifts them up. That just me, me being able to see that I help even just one person. It's like, wow. Just like I said, with, with the, with the person who messaged me about listening to my podcast and being able to step out of her comfort zone and, and start her business because we were there talking about manifestation and doing and, and applying goals and all that. When she told me, you know, listening to you guys, knowing you guys, it showed me that, wow, these are two guys that I know that I grew up with. They're just like me and they're doing some things that they're, they're changing their lives. They're, they're put they're, they're, they're doing some things that I want to do and they're showing me how to do it. So this is, this is what I need to do. I need to l- listen to what they And so when, when she told me like, yo, y- y'all helped me decide to really go after my business, that, that made me feel so much joy. It was so. Okay. So stay with that because that's, that's, you know, back to that, them getting to the next level. So, so her deciding to just to change the language a little bit, right? Take control of her world and create something new. What was, you felt joy. So what was it that you wanted for her that gave you joy? Oh, the freedom to, to choose, to make the right, to make the decision to, to help. I wanted to just be that guidance, that guidance force to like, you know, you know what the, what the true decision is. I'm just, I'm just kind of like pushing you in that direction. You already knew in your head, you're, she already knew she wanted her to do her business. She just needed the outside voice to pierce through and, and, and let her know. You know, there's something about unshackling, right? There's something about um, not unleashing. I, that's one of mine, <laughs> mapping it over. But there's something about, you know, the only thing stopping her was stuck in her mind. Yeah. Oh, there's your podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's getting her out of getting her out of her own damn way. And that's and that's what's key. That's that's what a lot of people are. They're stuck in their mind. It's them getting out of their way, but they don't know how they they don't know how to do it, or or they just don't want to see how to do it because there's people like for me for me i was for a long like for a long time like i said i had the keys i just didn't apply them and that was because of the hurt and everything i was going through so but once i you said freedom and it's the you, you sort of just zipped right over it right her that she had the freedom the ability to choose what she wanted to create and that that's getting somewhere the so so when i started this whole point of view game on my side what because of where I was in my world when I started this conversation, it was putting your business ahead of your life is a slow suicide. Okay, so it was a little dark, <laughs> but the, that's the point of view that I was holding. And so it was, it was done in a very negative cast, but it got me clear about what it was that I wanted to see different. And as I went through that journey and got clear on what it was that I'm here to do, what became clear is my work. The shift that I'm here to create is about unearthing and unleashing the power of the heart because I know what that does for someone. I've felt it. I've witnessed it. I've helped people uncover it. It's helping them get connected to what's important, live and love and lead from there and what it does for their lives and what it does for the community around them, the family community, the neighborhood community, their city, their state, you name it, that it's a cascade of improvement. So I know what the work is that I'm here to do. And I know that in any moment I can speak to that around any topic. And so the clearer I am about my point of view and how it shows up in the world and how I want to see it show up for folk. Wow. That allows me to make better choices and faster choices on 
how where how my work shows up and the stuff that I choose to do and therefore the stuff that I choose not to do. Yeah. So so what I want to invite you is over the next couple of weeks to play with this, to play with what your work in the world is, what the shift is that you want to create and take this through the lens of what you want for these people who listen, for these folk who follow you, right? What you want for them in their world and what it's for the sake of. And as you unearth that, (laughs) that's where the acceleration comes from. That's like nitrous in the tank, man. The clearer you are, the more clutter you get to peel off. And 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 you know what? And this is this. I needed this conversation. I needed this interview. I needed. So this is kind of kind of that path again. It all. It's all. It all. Into, it's again. It, it's me putting that energy out and having having Podmatch connect us. And again, even if not for someone out there listening, I needed this conversation. So universe connects dots. Yeah, I think that synchronicity is always there. We just are moving too fast to notice the cool stuff. We slow down a little bit. We're like, oh wow, look at how those dots connected. Yeah, but that, but when when you when you're able to slow it down and you're able to connect and you're seeing everything fall into place and you, it's it's amazing. It's like you're like you mean when you're when you're willing to slow it down. Yeah. Not when you're able. We're always able. Yeah, I mean but when you yeah, I mean when you're willing to slow it down to really sit down and enjoy and really yeah. and see these pieces fall into place is like wow like oh man it's it is some it's some like magical like outworldly stuff like you're like I can't believe this it's like yeah like your mind explodes <laughs> I, I there's a, a concept I like I mean we've all heard the word paranoia you know the irrational belief that the universe is conspiring against you and that's easy to collect evidence through that lens of, oh, my God, look at all this shit that's happening to me. Uh-huh. I like the opposite. I like pronoia. It's the irrational belief that the universe is conspiring in my favor. <laughs> Why not? I mean, if I want to make shit up, I'd like to make up something that's it's in your favor. Me. Yeah. And if I start looking at everything that happens around me, I'm, I'm, the human brain just attaches meaning to everything. All of it can made up. All of it. So if I'm going to use a lens, see things happening, I'm going to pick pronoia. I'm going to pick, wow, how is that? That's here to serve me, right? That's here to make my world a better place, to give yeah. me more access, more ability to create shift, more blah, blah, blah. It's all happening for my benefit. How do I get to use this? Definitely. That's a lens to choose. I mean, look, it's hard. And we were talking before the show about what happened with you you and your first wife when you were 31. Holy shit. It's hard to attach a meaning to losing your spouse in an accident like that. It's hard to attach meaning to it yet. I mean, a positive meaning to it. And yet, when you hold that belief long enough, you know, I can't figure out what the opportunity is in this, but I know I will. Right now, this sucks. And it allows you to shift past the anger and the hurt sooner. No, it does not make it easier. Not at all. And there's nothing that could have happened to you when those people showed up at your door that would have made that easier. And knowing that you can always create a gift from anything, not necessarily out of it, but from anything that happens, you can find a gift and create something from it. It all becomes tools and energy for you to use. Definitely. You're absolutely right. Yeah. With the way, like, again, with me shifting my mind and very into the energy, like whatever my, my frequency and whatever I vibe with is what I attract. I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, like when I, like people, one of the key, one key thing I use is like when people, when someone wakes up in the morning and stub their toe, they can even go with being upset with stubbing your toe all day. 
or just stub your toe, get over it, and just and and move on with your day. And people, a lot of people decide to be upset. A lot of people decide to just being upset with stubbing your toe, and then the rest of your day just suck. And yeah, you've allowed it to. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I listen. I was that angry teenager well into my 20s and 30s <laughs> and would hold the shit all day. I mean, your listeners can't see all this gray hair. I, mean, that's where I blame it on my kids, but it really is holding on to shit that I didn't need to hold on to. I, I drive by, you know, this is before COVID, we drive by the parks here in Atlanta and see the CrossFit and the Operation Boot Camp folks out there, right? And that guys are out there for to work out, but they're wearing 45 pound weight vests. I, it's crazy. See even the CrossFit gym too. It's like, that, that's just three steps past badass. I, I, I got enough weight. I don't need to carry anybody else's, right? <laughs> yeah. but, but that's what it is. When you carry anger or you carry regret or you beat yourself up all day long, it's like walking around all damn day with a 45-pound weight vest on yeah. of just emotional rocks in your vest. And, you know, we can wait till we're in our 50s and 60s and where we let go of that bullshit and stop carrying that those extra rocks. You can start that at any point. You can, you can decide at any point that you are not going to carry crap that you don't need to carry. You know, you don't have to wait for midlife to let go of that crap. You could actually let go of that crap. Well, I don't know, right now. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 key. It's and that's and that's what people as people aren't aware of is that you're holding all that extra baggage that you're holding on to. It's not good. You need to let it go. Just move on and and, and just yeah, just move on and 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 live your life just uh, for me people look at me and be like why how, how do you just like nothing affects you it's not that nothing affects me it's just that i know life is hard i've experienced one of the biggest losses of my life but i i could have easily made that an excuse and and, and, I, and i spiraled for a little while but i was able to to get myself back and turn it around and not just dwell on it and not just drink the rest of my life away and not and not just and not and not really completely lose myself. It's, I, I lost myself for a while, but I was able to, to really find myself and and get myself back. Yeah, and you know nobody would blame you for curling up in a ball when that happens. And then it's about being intentional about how long you want that to be the choice. There are no rules about it. No one can tell you how long you can mourn for or how long you can. It's up to the individual. Uh, again, it's choice is your decision it's, uh, it's it was my choice to s- snap out of it and move on and and see see where i needed to 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 get myself to where i was in a much better place the move the move on is again you know back to language right you know people say are oh, you ready to move on and you know what she's still with you and she's part of you so you know there's a distinction between moving on and moving forward you're not moving on away from her you're moving on with her. You're moving forward, and the world is different. And you didn't leave part of the approach to the world. Yeah, no. She 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 helped make me. We spent it was enough time we spent together that she kind of helped make me into like like I said, my self development journey began with her. She introduced me to 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 the Joel Osteens and 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 all these and and into the secret and to and to and to really getting into self development and really really doing the research and, and looking looking into positive mindsets and all these other things. It was her who started me on that journey. So a lot of the like my a lot of the beginning steps was with her. 
So that's still engraved in me. That's still in me. That's still part of me. Those lessons and those and those courses and those classes that we took and, and the books that we read together, that's always going to be a part of me. Yeah, there you go. That's moving forward. Glad you decided to pull the trigger and start this in 2020. Yes, I did. I'm glad I am too. Conversations that I've gotten to listen into have been remarkable. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've had I had fun. You know what it is? People say I'm easy to talk to because I just had I just want to talk to people. I just enjoy talking to people and just being able to share stories and, and being able to to let people know that where everyone goes through goes through bad circumstances. Everyone goes through things, but it's it's how again I'm I'm just gonna keep saying it's how you bounce back. It's how you pick yourself up and and face you and face everything. Waz, well, let me ask you what are you what are you excited about right now? I'm excited about everything. Everything is like so much thing. Like I'm learning so many different things. I'm I'm learning some video program, some diff, this this uh. I'm learning how to use OBS and and all the little tricks you can add with OBS. And I've at, doing the editing. I'm I'm gonna start looking into some real editing, good editing programs. And I'm just excited at some of the ideas I have in my head for podcasts and and programs and. Oh man, this, I, I opened a Pandora's box when I started podcasting. It's like I didn't think I was so creative. I didn't. I didn't know I had this creative side in me. Like I was. I was always into sports. I did sports, and I, I didn't. I never played in, uh, instrument. I didn't really draw anything. So I didn't really think of myself as being a creator of anything. But come to find out, I have a, a voice. I can. I just like talking now. Like it's something fun, and there's just some of the topics and some of the ideas, like. When I first started, I, I bought uh, these cards, pod decks, and actually, uh, mm-hmm. they, they were they were, they were lightsabers. They helped me with content. And they helped me with shows, and because I was still learning and growing. And then when I really decided to how what I really wanted the show to be about, and, and the conversations where I wanted the conversations to go, and it, it was easier for me to to like put those to the side and not use them anymore because I kind of had an idea of what I, what I wanted for the show. And it, it was this, it was this, it was me having conversations with, like, I enjoy having celebrities on, don't get me wrong, that's cool. But my favorite episodes are the real people, are, and I'm not saying celebrities aren't real people, because they are, because they, they, they have their struggles and they have their issues, but... They're human like the rest of us. Yes, but it's, the, it's just the, the regular normal job people, like people who are entrepreneurs or some people who are out there. That you can be like, hey, that was me. That's me. That, that that can be me. So these are the conversations I love. All right. So when I come back as a guest in a year, what are you? What will be different for you? What will you be able to celebrate a year from now? Uh, the uh, the successful launch of my uh, radio station, which which we already we kind of did a soft launch at the beginning of the year, but right now we're just filling up slots. We're looking for uh, content and looking for sh- programming and. Because everybody can give you music, you can always find music anywhere. So I don't want that. I I want I want original content. I want original shows. I want podcasters that want to help put their shows out there. And I want to do live uh, comedy shows. I want to do live music. And I just want it, but I want it to be up and coming. I want I want people. I want artists that don't have deals that aren't out there. I I just, again I just want to give people an uh, outlet. Right. You didn't draw, but you're a platform creator, right? You know, creators don't always paint and draw or play an instrument, you know? Creating is creating. Yeah, I didn't know that at that time. I know that now, yeah. but at that time, I didn't know that. 
So so now it's 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 amazing that I can that like I said it's like a snowball effect. Like I started the podcast, we launched a, a production company, we've we've launched a radio station, we've done so many different things, and it's so fun because we're learning on the fly. It's like this is something we didn't expect. It, this is something we we were like you know what let's do this let's do this, and we just did the research we found out what we needed to do to launch whatever or do whatever and we just did it and prior to that fear would have not let me do it being afraid of failure wouldn't have let me do it it would it it just i wouldn't have done it i would have just found an excuse not to do any of it and the moment i decided to screw that i'm i'm good i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do it just it just felt just a release like an energy a, a flow just started coming out and and I just enjoy it, man. I just, I just, I'm having a great time. I'm, I'm, I, I, when I, when people talk to me about this, like not behind, when I'm not behind the mic, when I'm out somewhere and somebody, hey, how's the podcast? And I talk to them about it and they see my, my energy and my, they're like, wow, you're, you're. You know, it's interesting. I, was, I, was, I had a, a clubhouse room yesterday and one of the guys who came, you know, been in a band in the eighties and nineties, they I mean, they'd had a lot of success. And, you know, he moved on to do a lot of other stuff since then. It was 80s and early 90s. And he said back then it was about producing music that would sell. And most of the time, the way he describes it, they liked the music they were producing. But not all the time, which kind of sucked because sometimes you had to perform that damn thing over and over and over every time you had a concert. He said now, he said he's he's working on an album and... He loves what he's producing right now more than anything else he's ever written or created musically. And he says, the cool thing is, I like it. And he goes, as I've been dribbling it out, other people like it. Because it may not be the same fans that liked my shit before, but there are people that like this. And I'm producing it because I like it. And I think that what's beautiful is if you produce something that like, not if, when you, wise, produce something that you love, your audience will find you. They always do. But if you're putting out stuff you don't like just so it'll be commercially successful, there's some short-lived traction you can get, but it never makes it meaningful. You know, produce it because it's meaningful to you and important to you. Put it out there. Let the audience be attracted to it and then go from there. Yeah, like my first episode, like I said, my first episode was five minutes and it was it was it was simple and you could hear the quality of it. Probably like five months later, I, I took the first I left the first five minutes and I added an additional 30, 35 minutes, 40 minutes of content after the five first because yeah. the first five minutes is is just us talking. There's no intro. There's no nothing. There's just the five a five five minutes of us talking. I go, I, I go. Okay, allow me to reintroduce myself, and I throw in the the intro, and then we go into the, into the episode, and and it was it was cool because I because at first my nephew was like, nah, we shouldn't save that. We should not. We should wait till we we're we're better. I'm like, no. I'm like, I want them to see this. I want them to hear this. I want them to realize the growth we started at to where we're at now. Real and raw. I got a friend of mine who's a coach out in California. His name is Jason Hartnoff. And he told me years ago, we were talking about doing, you know, short run video, short videos for marketing content. He said, look, because somebody just taught me your first six videos are going to suck. So get out there and start sucking. And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Because I wanted it to be professionally produced. I wanted it to look good. And then I realized, no, 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 he's right. Your first videos are going to be terrible. Your first podcast episodes are not going to be polished like your nephew was saying. But And when I go back and listen to the first 10 Mindset Mondays broadcasts, oh, my God, the hair on the back of my neck stands up. All I'm thinking is, oh, that sucked so bad. Okay, fine. I didn't know how to walk very well then. <laughs> well, for me, I started, I started um, 
my inspirational quotes. I, I read an inspiration. I, I read an inspirational quote daily. And and at first I used to just paste. I used to paste it on um, on Facebook because I was just. But it was just something that people on my my timeline would enjoy. Like they would. Hey, you didn't post your quote today. When I would be at work. Hey, you didn't post your quote. Hey, you didn't do this. I I, I just decided like I wanted to record myself doing the quote just just so me just so I can be in front of the camera. Something. It's just something again me. Stepping out of my zone and doing recording myself and putting myself out there. So let me read these quotes. And and of course they they they're still like these are my first few episodes. So they're still a work in progress. But again, it's with more. Every time I do one, I get better and it, and it get better and it improves and improves. So it's, it's a work, man. It's it's the only way you're gonna get good at anything is by just continuously doing it. Well, so you you like quotes? So yeah, that's what this entire broadcast series has been. I take one famous or completely esoteric quote, and that's what we riff off of each time, right? That's what these are on my wall that you see behind me. And that's what's on the back of the cards, and that's what's in every single. They're they're like sixty five quotes in my book, and I use those as the their reference point for the conversation because what a well-selected quote gets the brain thinking like you were saying earlier in a way that it wasn't before and it opens up a new path for conversation they're like a shorthand to kick off conversation that's deeper than you can get somebody to go without it um and it's been a great tool and plus i'm a quote nerd so i collect these things yeah you me too that's what i'm saying I, I absolutely, you're absolutely right. I'm like, oh man, what am I gonna? Did I use this one before? Or did I use it? So, but it's 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 so it's like, did I post this one before? No. So, but I I enjoy them so much because people respond to them. People are like, oh man, I, I look forward to your quotes. I haven't seen one of your quotes, so I decided like I'm gonna do it in video. I'm gonna do it in video form. All right, I started doing it in video. All right, so here, go to MindsetMondays.tv, and you'll see all the 160 episodes. You'll see all the quotes that we that I've used, and you watch some of the ones where the quote, you know, grabs your attention. MindsetMondays.tv has all of the back episodes all in one place. Yeah, so, yeah, and I, I don't know, we should, I'll connect you to the Google Doc where I have all the rest of them. I have a bajillion bloody quotes. Well, and that's, you know, and, and shameless self-promotion, I'll riff back to the book. MindsetMondaysWithDTK.com, you can see the format of the book and the, some of the quotes that are in there, and it's a chance to explore. But what I want to offer your readers, completely free, no, I'm not going to sell them a bunch of crap because of it. But if you go to MindsetMondaysWithDTK.com, you can download the Rewire Framework to use even if you don't get the book, right? Yes, of course, I'd love people to get the book. Even if you don't get the book, the rewire framework is something you can use for, you know, it's a structured approach to integrate or reinforce any new way of thinking, being, or doing. Go download it for free. I'll, you'll, you'll get an email, a, a link emailed to you to download it, and you can use it in your world. Yes, it's built into the book as well, but you can use it in your world. So any of these mindsets you're trying to play with or new ideas you're trying to play with or new things you're learning and you're trying to find Find a way to make it stick. The rewire framework, it walks you through how to create the six steps with whatever you're working with so you can embed it better. I'm actually, I was actually going to order your book. Sorry, I could, um, I'm, I need a new read. So Good timing. Good. I appreciate that. And more importantly, I'll be curious what happens when you and your wife start playing with the content in it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think I'm going to read it before her and see how I can um, apply it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can have a he said she said episode. I'm due for that episode. I'm due to have her on. I'm due to have it's it's bound to happen. I'm 
it's they've heard about her for long enough it's time for me to really get her i might make her you know what i might make her i might make her my 100th episode Ooh, you're getting close yeah i'm at um this yeah i just dropped 83 i'm i'm dropping 84 thursday so yeah i'm i'm almost there so i might just make her episode 100 it's gonna be fun i'm gonna enjoy that one (laughs) i'm gonna enjoy that one well, and wise, I appreciate it. I know we had some fits and spurts in getting this one scheduled, and I'm glad we were able to do it. I've enjoyed the conversation. Oh, listen, this is like I said. It, people are like, oh, how long? Are you, how long is the interview? Like, oh, 30, 35 minutes. But then you get those interviews where we're like an hour fifteen, <laughs> hour twenty. <laughs> but that's because you enjoy the conversation so much. But again, I said I love this, and I appreciate you being on, man. And again, after I read the book, I'm definitely going to reach out to you and and let you know how everything is going. Good, good. Well, since since you're so shy, no, no, no. I want the unfiltered response to it. My favorite is, you know, there, there's Michael Neal's a coach who says that until you're getting criticized every day, you're not a thought leader. Like, oh, that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> but I do like getting feedback on the book. So any of your listeners who read it, definitely, I want feedback on how you're using it and how it, it works in your world, or even if it's not. I'd, I'd love some feedback of your experience with it, Wise. Oh, definitely. I, I'm definitely going to do that, man. I, it's, I've had... I have had friends who who come on and I've read their books and they've come back on and I have no problem. I I support man. I especially if it's something that's going to help improve me and help me unlock some things that I might need to unlock. It's it's why not? Why not support? It's it's investing again. It's investing in myself. It's help. It's help supporting you, but it's investing in myself. Yeah, there you go. See, there's that selfish and service up. Yes, it's always always. <laughs> But I appreciate you coming on, man. You have a great day. It was awesome speaking to you, man. I'm definitely looking forward to our next conversation. All right, so now it's time for shout-outs. Big shout-out to my Real Wise family. Poppy J, King Says, Brandy J. Big shout-out to my homie, Chrissy Richards, from Cypher Knowledge with Chrissy. Big, big shout-out to my wife, Fina. Love you. Big shout-out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. And like I always say, these these next few episodes, again, are still dedicated to my man, Angel Martinez, one of my biggest fans. Miss you, brother. God bless you. God bless you and your family. Love you and miss you. Your boy Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.